We're rolling. Welcome to the Bucket of Beef Show. <laughs> thank <laughs> you to Julia <laughs> for our intro. And to roommate Julia, thank you so much. You're welcome. And I'm going to do the, yeah. Happy podcasting. Okay, thank you. Welcome beefy to- Ultra. Now that feels good. Cha-cha-cha. Beefy. Beefy. Yeah. Welcome back to the podcast for our Flea episode. Ooh, this is the second. Flea episode. We're moving along, man. We are. We're I'm really very happy ahead. about it. Uh, my name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hodson. And we have some fun stuff for you today. Uh, do you have anything you want to... How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm well. That's I'm good. good. I did some laundry this morning, and we got a bunch of soap and toilet paper, and we're really living yeah, our best really, adult lives. We're really kicking it in the high gear. For all of those... Uh, for those of you that have not heard... We do have a Patreon page. We do have a Patreon page. We have page. a Patreon. You can feel free to pick us out. Uh, pick uh, pick us out? Wow. Check us out on patreon.com slash bucket of beef. Bucket of beef it? show. Bucket of beef show. Yeah. Patreon. Patreon. I can't say Patreon. Patreon.com slash bucket of beef show. Dude, my favorite podcast ever. He like, the, the guy, the, the host, he says Patreon. Mm. And it bugs me because I'm not I'm not even sure anymore. I know patrons. He's like patron. My patrons. Join us on patrons. But if you join our Patreon page, you can get exclusive voting power mm-hmm. for our upcoming podcasts. You can listen to podcasts, uh, podcast episodes days before they air. Absolutely. On our regular channels, and you can also have access to our exclusive HBO Max. The last, uh, the last of us uh, reviews review series. Yeah. So feel free to check it out. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Bucket Abuse Show. I feel like we're going to be spending a lot of time on Instagram. Yeah, I made a Facebook page, and I'm not, I don't like Facebook, so we'll see. <laughs> and we're trying to make a Twitter account. Hopefully, we have a Twitter account by now. I'm making Luke do Facebook and Twitter because I don't want to do this. Yeah, things. we already got locked out of our podcast email, so yeah. it's been fun. It's okay. But we're figuring it out. We're and by the time learning. this airs, we're going to know exactly how to address it. Absolutely. All right. So what's the first movie that we're talking about today, Alex? The first movie we're talking about came out in 1999, starring Brendan Fraser mm. in a little movie called The Mummy. Da Mummy. Da Mummy. The Mummy is a rousing, suspenseful, and horrifying <laughs> epic about an expedition <laughs> of treasure-seeking explorers in the Sahara Desert in 1925. Stumbling upon an ancient tomb, the hunters unwittingly set loose a 3,000-year-old legacy of terror, which is embodied in the vengeful reincarnation of an Egyptian priest who had been sentenced to an eternity as one of the living dead. That is such an epic description for that film. It's an epic... I think it's an epic movie. It's an epic movie. Yeah. I think it epitomizes the turn from the 90s to the early 2000s really? so perfectly. Why do you say that? I just feel like it has, like, the... I don't know. It's just very bombastic, and I think, like... I can't tell if it takes itself really seriously or not seriously at all. Yeah. It's kind of a strange mixture of things that's like, to me, quintessentially late 90s to early 2000s, mm-hmm. where everything is just, there's a certain earnestness to, especially action movies made during that time, Yeah, where they, it's like, like full goof mode, but like with a serious face. Like it's a serious threat and they treat it seriously. Um how does the movie start, Alex? Like, what's the little intro that they have for it? The little intro? Yeah. I, isn't it like... Like the, like the flashback sequence oh, in the very it's, beginning. Oh, it's war. It, but Brendan Fraser is in the war. No, I'm talking before oh, that. Oh, before that, before that. Uh, this priest is getting it on with the Pharaoh's wife. Not even the Pharaoh's wife. 
the Pharaoh's mistress. Oh, it's the mistress. See, I told you. We watched this movie like four days ago, and I'm like, I'm Alex told me he wasn't going to remember anything about this movie, which I think is indicative of, I think, maybe his ultimate score for it. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. I'm going to, first off, I'm going to say The Mummy's a bad film. Oh, I think The Mummy's a bad film. Okay. But I think it's a very fun, bad film. Okay. And I think it's, I think it's a bad film, like, especially with time. It's a bad film with time. With time. Like, I don't think it ages, su- I don't know if it ages super well. But I don't, I don't know. know. If it, this, it doesn't like, age well. I mean, I mean, CGI is The not. CGI is garbage. Yeah. But that's, that's Every to scene be with CGI water looks like jelly. I love all of the wide-mouthed people. Yeah, so yeah. many wide-mouthed let's, people. Let's go into the initial curse for the mummy. Okay. Like, what happens to this guy. Okay. <laughs> so this high priest has betrayed the pharaoh. Not only does he sleep with the forbidden mistress, um... But he also kills the, pharaoh kills the pharaoh with her. Uh, the pharaoh's men eventually hunt them down. And they basically do this death ritual to him that curses him for all of eternity. But for some reason, the curse also makes him an immortal god if he's resurrected. Completely with, indestructible. With the ultimate goal for, of, of destroying all of humanity. Can turn into sand. Yeah. So steals people's eyes, faces, yeah. and skin. And fluids. And fluids. That was my favorite part is that it like, feasts on their fluids. Yeah. Every kind. Oh, man. So, Brendan Fraser. We've been on a fun Brendan Fraser. Brendan Fraser's great. And, and he's great in this movie. He's really fun in this movie. I have only seen Brendan Fraser in bits of Doom Patrol. I've never seen Doom Patrol. And George of the Jungle. He's in Doom Patrol? Yeah. Like the new show? He plays the robot. Oh, really? Yeah. That I did not know. Um, And he's just a dual-wielding, a dual-pistol-wielding badass in this. Yeah, I love the dual-wielding aspect of all of the weapons in this movie. Dude, everyone's... like very much Halo 3 at all times. <laughs> everyone's pointing two guns at somebody at yeah. all times. Peak violence. Movie. Yeah. Um, they got some American goofballs in there. Yeah. Like, oh, silly Americans. How did you feel about the British siblings? I The brother was annoying. The brother was annoying. I thought the 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 female love interest was a totally wasted character. I agree with you. Like, I it kept seeming like they were going to do things, like, interesting things with her, but then she just continued to be, like, a klutz and a sex object. She's like, I'm a librarian. And Brendan Fraser's like, cool. And honestly, I feel like she was undercutting herself just by calling herself an a librarian. She was undercutting herself. Like, she herself. was clearly one of the, like, preeminent experts on Egyptology. Yeah. Well, I mean, her, her whole film. thing, she's like, well, I can read hieroglyphics like no one else can. Yeah. Which is, I mean... So, but she's like, but I'm just a piece of shit. The first thing she does in this movie is knock over, <laughs> or just destroys an entire library. Yeah. Which yep. is so good. She's got the klutzy librarian glasses look. But Rachel Weiss. Rachel her? Weiss, And she's... Absolutely gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Yeah. yeah, Rachel Rachel Weiss is an absolute smoke show. And they have like really good chemistry, honestly. They do have good chemistry. I think yeah. they have great chemistry. I would have liked to see some more, um, like go getting from her part because it's like like she's always like she's always the damsel in distress. Yeah, and and th- that to me is also like very like late nineties, early two thousands sure. vibe, where like the girl's in trouble and like wants to fuck the lead guy. You know, yeah. like that's basically what her character is. I mean, yes. Yeah. There's more. Like she solves a lot of things. She's kind of the catalyst for a lot of the problems in the movie because she's just so excited to learn. Yes, and it yes. kind of bites everybody in the ass. 
I feel and uh, and just kind of pivoting a little bit. There was a scene at the beginning. Now that I'm kind of going through the cast, where the doctor at the library that she worked at, mm-hmm. he like burns this map. Yes, and I feel like we were both really kind of fooled. No, well, yeah, I guess, yeah, because we were so, like, maybe. "You idiot! Why did you burn that? Why did you burn that map?" And he, and that later it's revealed that he was like doing that on purpose. But he could have done like he could have committed way more. Could have he could have been like, let me look at this alone. I think and he, he also it. could have been like, there's the, a reason. Yeah. We don't go here. Then there would have been no movie, though, if yeah. he did that. So, Do right. um, you have any favorite characters in this film? Do I have any favorite? I mean, Brendan Fraser, I think, is my favorite character. I loved the little piece of shit weasel guy. I hate... Well, I, mean, I know you hated him, I but hate I loved him. him. I loved him. Weasel what guy. was his name? What was the character's name? Artith? Maybe it was Artith. Yeah, I'll, it shows it's all. It's either of, him or Benny. It's it, Benny. Oh, Benny. Benny. Yeah. The, what we're looking at right now, it's showing all of the all of the pictures of cast members in this. But since it was, since it's now been like twenty four years, they're all aged up. They're so all it's aged hard up. to discern exactly what they looked like in their youth by their aged pictures. Yes. Yeah. Um, except for Rachel Wise. Except and yeah, Brendan Fraser. She looks the exact same. Yeah. Almost basically. Um, so, and also this movie says that camels are faster than horses. Camels are faster than horses canonically, according yeah. to the mummy. Yeah. They have a race yeah. to get to the, the site or mm-hmm. whatever, or the tomb. I look at there's constant wars over this site, but like no one's dug far enough <laughs> yet. Like it's been fought over for centuries, but like these Americans and the British are like the first ones to get there. They're really the first ones not to know any better, I think. No, but also the way that they find it is they have to wait until the sun rises and then it becomes uninvisible. Yeah, I, that is true. It's invisible. But for some reason when they're in it, they can see it yeah, still. It doesn't make sense, honestly. But it's okay. But it's, you know, it's what the movie Suspend is. Suspend your disbelief for a movie called The Mummy. Yeah, there's dual you know? wielding. There's a whole bunch of violence going on. The action is kind of nonstop in this film. Oh, this movie goes. Yeah, this movie just this movie goes. goes for sure. Goes for sure. Um, hmm. Do you have a favorite action sequence, Alex? Um. Yeah, my favorite action sequence is when the mummy comes to life for the first time, and I just remember, um, Brendan Fraser goes to save Evelyn, and the mummy like yells in his face, and he yells right back. The mummy's like, ah! <laughs> and he's like, ah! and then he like shoots him with a shotgun. That's like right when Homie gets his eyes taken. Yeah, the yeah. poor guy. Yeah, he got the worst of it because he got his shit taken, and then the mummy came back for more later. <laughs> no, they were chilling in a hotel, so he the had all that like... time to develop trauma over the course <laughs> of that. Whereas these other people just like instantly got got. Yes. Do you have a favorite action sequence? Do I have a favorite action sequence? It's got to be when the when at the so for those of you that have or haven't seen the mummy in like the third act, like the climactic sequence of the movie. The mummy's ultimate goal is to make himself whole again so he's invincible and also resurrect his long-lost mistress. Yeah. The the pharaoh's former mistress. Anxunamun. Yes, that's the name. Yes. And I'm not going to say I knew that off the top it. of my head. Um, so th- essentially he wants Evelyn so he can use her soul to resurrect, her sacrifice basically to resurrect his long-lost love. While they're trying to stop this evil mummy from doing this, the mummy summons his boys, who are, like, just trained professional soldiers with spears and shields, and they do a bunch of crazy acrobatic things. They're crawling all over. 
They're yeah, fighting they're everybody. All, like Spider Man. Yeah, they're yeah. they're all Spider Man. This is really kind of the precursor to Into the Spider Verse, I think. Oh wow. Yeah. I kind of think this is the sequel to Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mmm. Is all I'm saying. I, I'm just saying if Indy had two pistols instead how would, of how would you did you like this more than Raiders of the Lost Ark? I did. Yes. Oh my god. Like a lot more. How could you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's fitting though. It's it's like a it's like a it's a good like popcorn movie like turn off your brain. Yeah, enjoy. Yeah. I I enjoy the premise. I mean, I know it like the movie as a whole doesn't take itself too seriously, but mm-hmm. I enjoy the premise of like a singular unstoppable force. And when we were watching it, I was like, okay, so they left, and for some reason they're gonna have to go back. But they're like, no, we're not going back. Mm. and the mummy is just like in the world now yeah he just follows them he just like follows but them. but he around. has two fatal uh weaknesses before he gains his full power cats cats and closed doors closed doors. or windows <laughs> the mummy has a has a, a habit of um turning into sand constantly whenever he's afraid or needs or, or like wants to get away um yeah and i thought that was that was kind of fun. That was good. That was kind of fun thing. They have some. They have some little interesting things with the sand thing, like when he's trying to get into Evelyn's room when they lock her up because they're after. They're like instead, of, like we could have someone out here to try to protect you, but instead we're all gonna leave and leave you locked in this hotel yeah. room, basically. Um, also, she gets assaulted twice in this movie. She does. Brennan Fraser, and then she falls in love with the first guy him. who assaults yeah, her, who's yeah. Brennan Fraser's character. Yeah, he's like in prison, and like he like goes in for a kiss, like grabs her through hand through the bars. Yeah, and, and just like, like kisses her, and then she's like, "I can't stop thinking about that kiss." <laughs> my favorite. He, he starts rolling out the guns and bullets and stuff. Yeah. She's like, "Oh my uh, god!" My favorite part in terms of their like really cringy romance is when. They, they're getting drunk. I think it's after the first day of digging. Yeah. And she's just, like, so down bad for him. And she's so drunk. And she's like, what? Like, what's... She asks what his <laughs> name exactly is or what it is. He reveals that his name's Rick. And she's like, oh, Rick. And then she's like, I'm going to kiss you now. And then instantly falls asleep. Which is kind of cute. Which, and, and we talked, because it made me so mad that... After she found out his, like, first name was Rick, she never said it again. Yeah. She was just like, O'Connell, O'Connell. Yeah, which I wish that she would have just kept calling him Rick, because <laughs> that would have been fucking hilarious. <laughs> that would have been awesome. That would have been very good. But that, unfortunately, did not come to pass. No, no, no. Yeah. Um, skin-eating be- beetles? Skin eating... The skin-eating beetles, there's a whole lot of... We, we've kind of been on a little bug kick. Yeah, these films. lots of bugs. Got the roaches, we got the bugs. There's a lot of, like, in terms of, like like explorer themed movies they love to hit on like bugs and snakes and all that kind of the creepy crawlies but these were probably ooh, this this is a good question Mm -hmm. do you think the you think the flesh-eating scarab beetles of the mummy could defeat the roaches no on mars no not at all not Not even a chance the more that i think about those horrifying creatures Mm. those fucking atrocities um, I think nothing can stop them. I feel like ten of them literally could not be stopped. Really, period. just yeah. drop them in Times Square and watch them take over the U.S. Everything. Yeah, Damn. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, no, the the Beatles don't have shit. No, comparatively. I like the Beatles' two main moves, which is one, if they're in huge groups, is to just swarm and eat the shit out of everyone, and then I like two, 
that um, if they're alone, they'll crawl into your brain and make you run yourself into a into a wall <laughs> and kill yourself. Two very good evolutionary tactics, God. I think. <laughs> and that's how, because Benny really gets the worst of it in the end when he gets trapped in the. Uh... In the tomb. Yeah, Benny's really... Uh, there's a character named Benny in this film. Benny's just constantly playing every side. He's basically just trying to pick the winner God, every time. sucks. I hate him. Who You know who is the most handsome man in this film? Who? The, the leader of the... Um, I think it was for sure the leader of the, the Pharaoh's bodyguards. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. The guy drenched in all black. Yeah. Hell yeah. Who basically caused the problem in the first place. How did he cause the problem? Well, the Pharaoh's bodyguards did. Like, the ancient ones. Yeah. Because they were the ones that did the dumb ritual. Then they're like, now we have to keep our all of our ancestors employed and dedicated to this singular goal of containing a WMD gonna, that we made I from an adulterous priest. I wonder what with the rest of their lives now, though. Now that they don't really have to worry Listen, about the Listen, I'm sure curse. we'll see them in... The Mummy. The Mummy Returns. Returns. That's crazy. Which I don't know how Dwayne The Rock Johnson ends up factoring into that, but I'm is intrigued. Is he in the He's Mummy in it. He's, is he? I thought yeah, he, the scene where he's I revealed... Thought, I thought he was in The Scorpion King. Oh, I thought he. I thought The Scorpion King was in The Mummy Returns. He's like the main threat. Is he? In The Mummy Returns, yeah. I don't know any of this Because you shit, always see dude. the clip on like bad CGI. Oh, you're so right. And it's him revealing himself as you're the Scorpion so right. King. You're so right, yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I guess. We'll have to see if we watch it. I'd watch it. I really like this movie. <laughs> I like it. It was a lot. fun. It was a fun film. Yeah. Yeah. It was um, definitely fun. I'm trying to think, are there any more like really spectacular fun moments for me? Or what was the worst thing? There's a lot of like fun practical fight scenes in this. Yeah. Like I appreciated the fight sequences. The whole sequence when they're on the um when they're on the boat. Yeah. And they're all fighting and the boat's burning down and it's the first time that they're like that they really see and have to deal with the uh um the uh the Pharaoh's bodyguard. Yeah. The funny thing about the boat was that it was only hay, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, hay and, and like, hay and bullets. Hay and bullets and like candles. Like, yeah. it was like it was how a, did you think that was? It was, was a recipe go? for disaster. Yeah. It was a certified tinderbox. Yeah. For sure. Um Yeah, definitely. Um, I do like in, in that one, they basically kill most of the, uh, the Pharaoh's bodyguards in that, or a lot of the Pharaoh's bodyguards on that ship. And the Pharaoh's bodyguards, they come back and they see him next time. They're like, we're going to give you a warning this time. If you don't leave in a day, we'll kill you. We will kill you. But, and then it. <laughs> but the first happen. time they don't give a fuck, no. they're like, we're bringing this ship down. What were you going to say? I would, remember the old guy on the plane? Oh, that's my favorite character. I was about to say, the I old think he's British my favorite man. character, yeah. too. He just dies. The Royal Air Force guy. Instant. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, he gives them a plane to go rescue Rachel Weisz's character, mm-hmm. and they're like, "There's, you're probably going to die. Um, it's, like, it's crazy. There's, like, a living zombie, and, like, he's made of sand, and he's like, really? I'm in. And so he, like, flies them, and the mummy is, like, chasing the airplane with this sand wall. And they bring the plane down, and the old British guy, like, dies within, like, what, five minutes of us meeting him? Basically. basically. Maybe ten. I also, I love the, I love the practical set of their crash where the plane's just sticking straight up, (laughs) basically, like with little pieces, like, and he just starts sinking in. It's like the only bit of the plane that's sinking into the sand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that part. I hope he returns in The Mummy Returns. He won't. Yeah, probably not. They'll have to find some other cheeky Brits. 
I think Benny should be. I think they should have just not done the rock. Mm. And Benny should be. Benny should the should have been the mummy. villain. Yes. Wow. Because I hate him so much. We'll have to talk to Dwayne about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Dwayne. Awesome. They gave Benny a lot to do in this film. They did. Benny had a lot of screen time in this, he sure and I appreciated did. it. Yeah. If I would have seen him on the street in 1999 after I Bop watched him. this movie, I'd be like, Give no. sock him a good one. I'd throw fucking quarters at him. Yeah. Piece of shit. Damn. You can't be. You can't be a two bit hack. That's you call him a two bit hack. I'd call him a two bit hack to his face. I call him a two bit schemer. I don't think he's a hack. He's a hack. I don't think he's a hack. I think he knows what he's doing. I don't think he knows what he's doing. No, he's kind of learning on the fly, but he's pretty. He's got some moxie to him, and I appreciate it. You don't. You aren't telling me that Benny would thrive in the hustling streets of New York. Yeah, he would thrive. He would thrive. Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yeah. He's a hustler, man. Respect the grind. Fuck Benny. <laughs> um. Okay. So, how would you rate this movie? How would I rate this movie? I'm kind of mad As- at you for not liking it. Well, listen. And the fact that no, no, I this feel is the very thing. bombarded because you no. didn't tell me how you felt after we watched. Well, it. You were it's just one like, of those okay. films like I don't like it, but I think it's f- fucking hilarious and fun. You know what I mean? Sure. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Um, and I feel like that's kind of the stance that I have on a lot of the films that we've that we've watched, like a lot of the goofball ones. Like they're so, like, they're like junk food. You know? Yeah. They're yeah. like a, they're like a a big mac and a large coke with some like whiskey in there yeah you know um, see you know it's, i didn't even see it as a goofball pick yeah i was like oh cool sweet little well no i would say i would say the mummy is more of like a pop culture classic yeah. for sure but it has goof goofy elements to it like the whole the whole premise is pretty like like supernatural and yeah. goofy and fun you know what I, I, mean? I rode the ride at universal and it was one of the best rides i rode there i've never ridden the mummy coaster i think they got rid of it or do they, they still have ah, it that's a good question i went to I've, I've been to a universal park but it was like one of the other ones it wasn't like the main yeah one it I had the hulk very, coaster yeah it was that one. Oh, okay yeah i don't i don't I think i saw the mummy one there little. i was very yeah little, so. if i had to rate this honestly i feel like i'm a complete hypocrite because I said I didn't like it, but I'm going to give it a high score. <laughs> I give The Mummy a 7.4. Whoa! Because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fun, and I like... It, it's like a fun, like, talk shit and get drunk movie. It is, man. You know? Like, I wouldn't... All of these films that we've been talking about, I feel like I wouldn't have nearly had as much fun if I was watching it alone. Like, if I was watching it alone, The Mummy gets, like, a like a 5.2, but with your closest friends around you yeah. and some good viewing buddies... Um, he looked me right in the eyes. I did. That, folks. I had a, t- a single tear come down my cheek. That was really impressive. Yeah, it was on command, on cue. Um, but yeah, I give it a se- I give seven point four, seven point two. What was it? Seven point four. Seven point four. Yeah, I give it a seven point four cool. in terms of fun viewing times. I like it. Yeah. I give it an eight point seven. An eight point seven. <laughs> that might be one of your highest picks, dude. I love how it it, it went from the start. It, it was did. Like we are in it. Let's go. That is one thing about this film is it doesn't leave like any. There's no, like air pockets or anything. No. It just keeps going. And like there were a couple moments where I was like, oh, this is gonna happen, and and I was like shocked at moments where like. I knew there was a lot of movie left, but I'm like, okay, where are we Where's going? Where's it going to go? Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Ten Plagues was a fun little twist that they had thrown in there. Like, he just gets the power of the Ten Plagues. He, he, homie's got And he can <laughs> he can make, like, a slave army through bo- that have boils and sores. <laughs> the funny thing is about this movie, too, though, is that at its base, it's like, 
there's a bad book that can raise the dead and maybe 30 minutes to the end they're like oh there's a good book yeah <laughs> they're like there's a good book well because they initially do go out looking for the good book because it's covered in gold is that what that's the one they're for? looking for i think they're looking for the and they're like oh it's just buried in another statue <laughs> in this exact same place they really put a lot of uh a lot of uh significant mythological artifacts at this one site yes for sure Horus and Anubis were right next to each yeah, other. Yeah, they were they were toit. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Would you give this? Uh, what would you rate this on the on the beef score? On the beef score, man, I'm, it's it's big and healthy. It's big and healthy. Would you give it a bucket of beef? I'd give it a bucket of beef. Man. Yeah, because honestly, I feel like me personally, I could watch this movie by myself and be like, yeah. I mean, I would be doing other activities, but look at it and then yeah. like, stop. Like, I'm gonna do laundry later. It would be, I would watch it while I'm like folding my laundry. Mm, yeah, just be like, huh, wow, that's forgot. Like, that's fun. You know what? I, I'm talking so much shit about this movie, but it still has a soft spot in my heart. It's like a child that you like, like. I don't know, like a like a misbehaving child that you're like you want to be mad at, but it's like it's got charm and it's got its quirks. It's got charm. So I still give it a bucket of beef too. I think it's it's like a cultural movie that's worth watching. It for absolutely sure. is. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And it's got Brendan Fraser. Also, shout out to Brendan Fraser in this. I don't know whose fault it was that he got choked out. Uh, yeah, you told me on this the story. set of this film when he gets hung. There was an interview that I saw of Bre- Brendan Fraser where he literally talks about. Like, like him blacking out in this. Like, they literally choked him out on screen, that's basically. Crazy. And I don't know if that, if you said any it was of the him, shots You are... said it was with him getting yoinked back into the jail after he assaults Rachel Weiss. Oh, that's what it was? That's what you said. I thought it was when he, no, I think it's when he's getting hung. Okay. Because I asked you, I was like, I was like, is it not when he gets hung? And you're like, I don't think so. Oh, no. So he had, he had, like, back issues after that? Well, that was my bad then. It, it was when he, when he's getting hung. Okay. Yeah. But I think he does have back issues from that and everything, too. I mean, if you're getting pulled up by your neck, I'm imagining a lot of, like, muscles going down your spine are going to get pretty uh, Yeah, and I pretty remember, fucked it up. looked really good. It did. It looked very real. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it was a little too real <laughs> after <laughs> hearing about that, uh, <laughs> that story there. Jesus. Yeah. But that's The Mummy. That is The Mummy. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And uh, we'll get into our next film. This is the break. We're broken. We're defeated. Destroyed. I'm distraught. All right, Luke. I started last time. Who do you want? Who do I want as a sponsor? Yeah. You know who I want as a sponsor? Hmm. I'm reminded of this because there's a fried chicken box on our table in front of us yeah right now we've been really been hitting up uh crown fried chicken yes sir because it's cheap and it's just so close to where we live yes sir um but this is not a request for a crown fried chicken sponsorship oh twist this is instead a request for a gus's <gasps> fried chicken sponsorship <sighs> for those of you that don't know gus's i believe it was started in tennessee i could be totally wrong they have about 15 franchise locations throughout the U.S. When Alex and I were living in Detroit, there was a sublime Gus's Fried Chicken restaurant. Oh, they they specialize in like spicy fried chicken. Their sides are killer. The beans are killer. The oh. coleslaw is killer. The mac is killer. What is po- potentially the most killer non-chicken item is their chess pie. Chess pie. The chess pie is absolutely delicious. I'm literally it's basically about just to corn shed starch, a tear. sugar eggs 
Maybe some milk. I'm sure they put milk in it. Friends and family, if you're listening to this, and I've taken whoever's listening that I have personally taken to Gus's or recommended to Gus's, go get some chess pie. Ugh. And if it's not warm, warm it. Don't up. eat it until you take it to a microwave. Put it in for like 30 seconds. If you have some vanilla ice cream Oof, in your fridge, toss it on. Pull out some vanilla ice cream. You will thank me. So good. Absolutely. So good. Uh, it's just such a homey place. I miss the little picnic tables. Yeah, it's and... such a cute vibe. You got the little plastic cups that they serve. Yeah, they they, they give give you give to you. Is it looks? It's on like styrofoam or paper plates too. When they yeah. bring it out, mm-hmm. it's paper killer. plates. They put the bread underneath. You know, what's oh, good. So keeping good. Keeping it juicy. Yeah, super juicy. Yeah. Some moist meat. No, I've, some very. I got bad shit some... after every time I eat. Really? This. Oh yeah. But it's like I didn't. I got a strong good. Nah, man. That shit is worth it. So good. So that's my pick. My pick is Gus's Fried Chicken, specifically the Detroit location. Okay. Located on, I believe it's, uh, is it on 3rd? Is it 3rd Ave? Or is it off of 2nd? I think it's off of 2nd. Off of 2nd. Is there even a 3rd Ave? Yeah. There is? That's mm-hmm. what I thought. Yeah. But it's, I think it's off of 2nd. I think you're right. From what you've said. I think from yeah. what I said. It's right there somewhere. There's also one in Royal Oak, too. It's a good location. There's, a, there's one in Royal Oak, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Me and Luke briefly talked about trying to get, bring a location to New York. Yeah, you got to support us on Patreon. <laughs> I'm not. But We're gonna. <laughs> that dream has flown away. Nah, my that's friend. my ten year plan. That's your ten year plan. <laughs> With or without you. I just don't want to smell like fried chicken every day. We don't gotta work there. We can be like the shitty like owners. Bad that... owners. Of yeah, this place. bad owners. It would thrive here, dude. It would. It would really thrive. Um. Is it my turn to sponsor? Yeah, what's your sponsor pick? Oh my god. I like fruit. You want to be sponsored by all fruit? I want to be sponsored by blueberries and strawberries Ooh. together. We got blueberries some blueberries right here. Yes, we do. You want to eat one? I want to eat one. Eat one and tell me what it, what one blueberry makes you think of. Can I have two? Yeah, why not? Okay. I'm going to eat three. Then I'll have four. Oh, okay. I would say five, but we got to keep the show moving. There's just nothing like a good blueberry. What are your three words to describe a blueberry? In terms of taste. Sweet, sour, and blue. Ooh. Yeah. Mine's tart, sweet, satisfying. Ooh. Yeah, much mm. better description. I love it. I love everything blueberry flavored. Mm. My favorite blueberry flavored thing are the um the dum dums. Oh, like the, the little suckers? suckers? Dude, they got I, a blueberry flavor? Whenever I go to the doctor, to, yeah, dude, I will stockpile. I feel like I've probably had the blueberry f- flavor, but I can't really remember. No, I, I think that's when my thieving life started. Is when I would, I would dig through bowls of Dum Dums mm. in different. Yeah, I remember that time period too. I was always that kid. The blueberry ones. I was always the kid that always wanted the mystery flavor. Really? Yeah, I would always go for the mystery flavor. Yeah, that makes. Yeah, sense. and I think that explains why I'm indecisive as an adult now, because <laughs> <laughs> I just let let the world dictate my fate. See, but I'm so <laughs> set in my ways with certain. Uh, that's things true, and maybe certain, that's the blueberry. That's the blueberry man. conundrum. Thank you to Dum Dums for teaching us some life lessons. Fuck it. This is now a Dum Dum sponsorship. Yeah. Specifically the Blueberry Dum Dum. Only the Blueberry Dum Dum. Mm-hmm. I hope. And for me, the Mystery Dum Dum. Yeah. I hope they're being made. I wonder if you can get, like, bags of specific flavored. I'm sure you can find a plug for that. I think I'm going to. I think I'm yeah. actually going to do that today. Hold off. I'll do it for your birthday. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll get you 50 pounds of Blueberry Dum Dums. I would fucking cry. We'll see how long they last. <laughs> 50 pounds? 50 pounds. That'll last you a long time. If that doesn't last you 10 years, I don't know what to tell you, my guy. I could make. I could do it in a year. 
In a year, you could go through 50 pounds of dum-dums? I could do it in six months. Wow. How many dum-dums a day is that? At least five. Someone at home, do the math for us and let us know. Yeah. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Oh, okay. So Gus's fried chicken. Yeah. And dum-dums. Yeah. That's a good combo. That is a good combo. Yeah, those I are some, that. some flavor-packed sponsors. Oh, my gosh. I can't stop thinking about the chess pie. No, it okay. is quite good. Anyway, we'll see you on the other side for the next movie. Which starts right now. Hi. Hello. We're doing a movie called Old. What's old about, Alex? I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> old, which came out in 2021. Is a thriller about a family on a tropical holiday who discover that the secluded beach where they are relaxing for a few hours is somehow causing them to age rapidly, reducing their entire lives into a single day. Man. So, for those of you that don't know, Old is another classic directed by M. Night Shyamalan. It's very much got, like, the Shyamalan... Um, it's got a Shyamalan energy, for yeah, sure. Yeah. There's, like, a certain thing about M. Night Shyamalan movies where, like, the performances are kind of muted and neutral. Yeah. In some, like, until, like, shit goes crazy. Yeah. And then they start, like, kicking it into high gear. I don't know if that's, to, like, to discern to, to discern from, like, the normal and the extreme. I will or say. Or something, but it, it's kind of, yeah. like, a repeating theme in, like, every. To the point where I'm, like, I feel like it's not just the actors. This seems like a style that. Yeah they're going for but maybe they just cast them that way i think it works though in this movie i think it works in this movie yeah because as the deterioration process begins for like the older folks and people get hurt or like like these really precious family moments definitely there's a there's a spotlight on that when the acting becomes more real definitely for those of you that haven't seen old just basically an overview of the film i know that um that alex read the synopsis but in terms of just like uh uh, like the points leading up to the main, um, like the main inciting incident on this beach, is that there's these groups of families. It's it ends up being revealed that multiple members of these families either have pretty severe physical ailments mm-hmm. in terms of disease or mental disease. Um, they're basically these. What's it? Basically three groups. Mm-hmm. Three groups are sent to this private beach. They're told. This exclusive beach that they don't tell a lot of people about at the resort, um, where they can enjoy a wonderful time. And when they get there, they basically start to age rapidly, and they're trying to understand what's happening. There's a dead body that washes up at the beach um, that really starts the whole thing. And they realize that they're unable to escape the beach um, without blacking out or getting basically severely injured or killed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> did you have did you have any favorite characters in this? I loved the nurse. The, the nurse was great. The yeah. nurse was my favorite. He was just the most like collected and calm like what was his did he have an ailment of any sort? Really? I don't think he did. I don't think he did. Because because there were some people it, it, it seemed like there were definitely like some people that just got fucked because they had an ill family member. Also only- though, he could have been placed there specifically as like the aiding person because i mean he was like the most coherent person there oh, what do you think he agreed to it i don't no 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 no. i think i i could picture scientists though being like oh it'd be cool to see people actively working on the situation there that are competent even though he will end up ultimately dying whatever yeah you know what i mean oh like that they wanted him there because he could like 
I, I get I get what you, you know mean. what I mean because he he had he had special skills and they're like oh this is a plus that we also have a nurse and a doctor yeah to see like how they how they'll deal with all of this yes basically the reason that the people are on the beach is because there's this um, unnamed like massive science team that's trying to develop cures for currently incurable diseases mm-hmm. so what they can do is they can give them like secretly give them a drug in the form of a cocktail when they get to the island um, and. If the drug works for, say, four hours on the beach, then they know that it works for, say, 20 years yeah. in in the outside world. And I think they said something along the lines of, it was seven years goes by every three hours. I think that was. that what it was? I think and so. And, like, I thought, like, 50 years goes by in 12 or, oh, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, wait, you said seven years every five hours? Every three hours. Every three hours. Yeah. Okay. I'm not good at that. Okay, so then it would – so, th- wow, this is going to be embarrassing for both of us. Yeah, so, so, I'm not going to try But so 12 hours, they say 50, but it's seven seven hours – no, seven years every three hours? Yes, seven years so every 12, three hours. So 12, so that's four – so it's 28 years every 12 hours. That makes sense. Yeah. That tracks. Okay. Yeah, that reads for sure. Yeah. Who is your favorite character? My favorite character? My favorite character, the character that I, I, I think that they sort of like tossed away because they couldn't figure out what to do with him, um, was Midsize Sedan. Midsize Sedan. I really liked Midsize Sedan. I wish that they would have done more with his character. There's like a lot of, especially in this script, there's like clearly points where like, like M. Night Shyamalan's like, I know the audience is thinking of this plot hole, so let me just very like um, directly answer it with a bit of expository dialogue yeah you know like specifically the bit about like the cells like why is our hair not getting longer why are our nails not getting longer and yeah must just be a a cell difference yeah and they're like okay i won't question it i guess whatever yeah (laughs) what was the most crazy moment for you dude i didn't i I don't i don't like the kids stuff man i don't like the i don't like the little boy and the little girl getting what happens okay so Alex Wolf, I mean, so they had to have aged to like 16, 17, 18. So basically there's a, there's three kids that end up going to this beach. Yes. One of them's four, one of them's six, one of them's 11. Yeah, and the two youngest kids, they kind of leave them alone because there's a lot going or on. Nine, maybe. Yeah. But there's like a lot going on and they're like talking about, wow, like my brain's different. Like I used to see colors so sharply and now they're so muted. And they're like touching each other and you're like, ooh, something's going to happen. And... They walk out of the tent, and who was once the little girl is now very, very pregnant. And Alex Wolf is like, oh, no, like, we're going to get married, and I'm going to have a mortgage. And, like, just they don't know what they're talking about. The parents are freaking out. My stomach hurts. Like, there's just <laughs> a lot going on. And then she gives birth on the beach. She gives birth on the beach, and the baby dies immediately. It's stillborn because the baby can't age well. <laughs> It's baby cells can't handle it. But for some reason, four-year-old cells can handle it. Well, I mean, that's why they give them all the food or whatever. It makes sense that little kids could handle it a little bit. Yeah. But, I mean, they were like – I like, the baby died, and I – like, the girl who has seizures was like, the baby was malnourished. Like, just, like, screams it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to nurse that baby immediately. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. It was – I didn't like that part. I also don't like when she – the little girl scales the cliff. Mm-hmm. Well, but she's not a little girl anymore. She is a little girl. Well, I know, but she's like she's like twenty six. I just want want the audience to understand that there's not like the actual like depictions of 
yes. physical six-year-olds having yes. sex. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're in their twenties or like they their late their teens. 20s. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. Um, who is your least favorite character? My least and favorite. Also, did you have a very cringe moment as well? Very cringe moment. I mean, there were like a few. I, I nothing that's like super. The hair and nails thing I thought was really cringy. Yeah. Um, the. I think some of the exposition in the hotel room was kind of cringy, mm-hmm. like between the 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 couple of the two kids, mm-hmm. that was a little cringy. Um, I don't think um, dialogue is necessarily M Night Shyamalan's strong suit. No. He's more so a twist and a this is an interesting um, Story premise, and premise kind yeah, of thing. Absolutely. And I will say that is a strength of this film is it it does have the type of story and the type of ideas where you're constantly trying to come up with a solution to the problem mm-hmm. and like trying to understand it. So I appreciate that. Um, my least favorite character was the, was the schizophrenic doctor. Yeah. Who was just like, he ended up getting basically completely uh, whacked out yeah. and st- he killed midsize sedan. This character I wanted to learn so much about just murders, just him. murders him. Um, I do like that. He's eventually defeated by a rusty knife. Yeah, he gets sliced by a rusty knife, and he he's aging so rapidly that his whole body like tetanuses out. That's crazy. <laughs> That's a fun one. Yeah. No, that guy gave me the creeps. He's a good actor, though. He was good. He's very. Yeah, good. he was really good in that. Nobody was like, I mean, it, like it was a really stellar group of. Yeah, like, I don't actors. think there were necessarily any weak performances. I just think no. that there was like a general air of like complete like like kind of monotone neutrality like before they got onto the island yeah which felt a little strange to me yeah um the one of my like what the fuck is happening like this is (laughs) so wacky moments was the 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 beautiful wife of the doctor has a severe calcium deficiency and her body starts to like deteriorate because she doesn't have enough calcium in her in her body and her bones she's like in a cave and she's like throwing rocks at these kids trying to get her away from them or to, trying to get them away from her and like her her bones just start like crunching and clacking so and going in on themselves that's a uh, uh an ouchie very ouchie but, yeah and the thing about both of the movies that we've watched i feel like the expository stuff is just so on the nose. I know. Like so, these were both two movies that were very much like, "Hello, audience. This is what you need to know." <laughs> well, it's really funny. In in old, the little boy is almost exclusively the the device for that because yeah. he literally to all the main characters is like, "What's your name and occupation?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which I think is kind of a fun way to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think like I think that isn't cringy, but the way that they had the um, like the exposition between his parents, I think was. Yeah, not yeah, good. Yeah. And then with uh, with Evelyn, the librarian, and the mummy, just like all that exposition in the first like five minutes. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> We're not dumb. We're not dumb. We're really just going right into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So this is my second time watching it. I didn't watch it all the way through this time. I had to. I had to dip out. But definitely. It was more fun watching it the first time because you're kind of with everyone and like, okay, like I would try this and the characters try it and you're like, okay, okay, okay. It like keeps you involved in that way. Mm -hmm. Whereas this time watching it because of how it ends and so many people are gone by the end of it, like you kind of witness what should be a time of like cherishing each other. Yeah, I actually appreciated it more the second time around 
but I enjoyed it a lot more the very first time I watched it. Yeah, I that totally get that. Do you think this is a little ethical question for you? Do you think there that what the scientists were doing was complete evil? No, like a complete no, disregard, absolutely not. for human life. Um, no, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, it's 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 sort of like that that train situation, right? Where it's like one person or, or six. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, for sure, because they are developing cures to like these yeah. horrific illnesses. Absolutely, you know, it makes a and lot they're of sense. finding success. But it is crazy that this was like the seventy sixth iteration of this. Like they've killed so many. I was gonna say though, I feel I okay. In my opinion, I feel like. Mm-hmm. People would voluntarily do it. Oh, yeah. Yes. I don't think you yeah. need to trick people onto this island. I think if you're, like, chronically ill or whatever, and pe- people are like, hey, we're going to – if like if you're interested, we will, you know, study you on this island, and we're going to use our, our data to help, mm-hmm. you know, other people in your position. Give them, like, a stipend? Yeah. Get Big Pharma to pay for it, you know? Absolutely. But since it's Big Pharma, of course, they're not going to try to pay people to do it. No. They're just going to lure people into it. But I definitely think there would be some people who would just do it. So in that way, I'm like, no. Yeah. How they're going about it is the, bad. <laughs> the coercion's fucked up. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. It's a clear ethical wrong, for sure. What would you rate it on a scale of uh, uh, zero to ten? Rusty beach knives. Rusty beach knives. I I have to. I, I part of me wants to give it two separate scores because, like I said, I enjoyed it the first time. Mm, like a, a first more. watch score and a second watch score. Yeah. Okay. So my first watch score, I will give it like a seven and a half. Oh wow, that's I, high. I, yeah, because I mean, like I, I I appreciate stories like this where you are pondering questions as the characters are pondering questions, mm. and like you feel the clock running out, and you're just kind of with them on that journey. So I give it a high score in that regard, knowing what happens. The second time around, you get to look around as an audience member and be like, they don't have time. They just don't have time. Mm-hmm. And you have that, you know, creeping anxiety in your life anyway where, like... Am I running out of time or running yeah, out like, of time? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And whether it's, like, really, like, in your face right now or not, you're like, I want to call my mom. Like, you yeah. know, I want to <laughs> call my friends. I want to call my yeah. grandparents and just be like, hey, just checking in. You never know. Yeah. You know? So, but um, my, my second time around, I'm going to give it a six and a half. Okay. Um, just, you know, it was thought-provoking. Yeah. But not as enjoyable. Yeah, my, my whole thing with, like, a lot of M. Night Shyamalan films, and I haven't seen his entire catalog. Have you seen Sixth Sense? I have. I have not seen Sixth Sense. I would love to watch that for one of ours, but... It's okay. We'll see what the what the patrons vote for. Yeah. yeah. Um, my... This is my thing, because I, I think it's such a fun idea... And I think the idea itself, like, really supports, uh, kind of, it, it kind of gives a framework to support what I think is an otherwise kind of, like, weak movie in terms of, like, the shots that they have and, like, the dialogue. Yeah. Like, in the end, when the when the now, like, 50 and, like, 46-year-old brother and sister who, who used to be, like, four and eight go to... Um, uh, go to like a police officer on the at the hotel, and they're just like, "You're a police officer, right?" And they just like <laughs> know, they just know that he's a police officer, and they're able to sneak through this resort. Um, like that's lazy, it's lazy. <laughs> you know. Lazy. Um, I give old she- like sheerly through like the the imagination of the idea. And I think some of the individual performances, I give it a 6.2. Okay. Yeah. That's my, that's my vote. Yeah. I would give it a, it's a quarter pounder for me in terms of bucket, in terms of a bucket of beef. 
I don't think this is like a must-watch movie. No, I think it's a. I think it's like a. It's a. It's a. Also, another fun like. Sit down with some friends, like maybe get a little inebriated, and. Uh, if I had to pick between the two, I'd be like, we're just gonna watch the mummy. Oh, I would totally pick the mummy to watch with friends over old for sure. But it's a fun like talk shit about like talk yes, shit about this movie. Like absolutely. I wa- I watched it with Alex and Roma. Alex had to dip uh, toward the end of the film. Um, because he was going off to do something, but he'd obviously seen it before. Um, and Roma and I were watching it, and we had some good, kind of cinematic discussions about the film. And I thought that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um. So if you're if you're watching with a with a, a group of people, it's also especially a, your movie a fun friends. One. Yeah, especially movie friends. This one's a fun movie to watch with movie friends. Yeah. For sure. Um. So here's my question. It's not like an ethical question, but I like I like bringing our movies together in questions. Mm-hmm. If you were to take the same group that went to the tomb. In the mummy, and put them on this island. Oh my god! Do you think they'd make it off? Not that any if they had the same plot armor as they did in the mummy, one hundred percent. But they all have their guns. They all have their guns. They all have their guns. <laughs> um. Okay. But... I mean, Brendan Fraser's like sniping uh, M Night Shyamalan from the from the hill. M. Night Shyamalan's also in this movie, and he's, like, one of the observing scientists. He's, this. he's like, the guy in the truck who brings them to the island. Yeah, but he also, like, runs, like, the on-site monitoring yeah, yeah. thing. He, like, takes notes on everyone and all that. Yeah. So, I mean, let's play hypotheticals, okay? Let's just bring it, let's just bring it to Benny, the brother and sister, mm-hmm. and Brendan Fraser. Brother dies. Benny dies. I feel like Benny goes nuts and tries to kill all of them. I fucking hate Benny. So I feel like much. Benny would somehow find enlightenment on the island. You think he's so? like I've been chasing after treasure all along, and where did it get me? Yeah, maybe he has a. a it's been eight hours. A crisis of consci- consciousness, uh, of conscience. That's what the word is. Um, oh man, I think I think Evelyn gets out. Do you think Brendan Fraser doesn't get out? Oh, that's a hard one. Evelyn and Brennan Fraser probably get out. I think they both get out. Yeah, they probably get out. Okay. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. Yeah. Because, okay, so refresh my memory. So the brother and sister get out by going through the... The, the coral. The coral. Their metal, their theoretical or metaphorical uh, metal tube. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think they would find that. You think they'd find that? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um. Cool. Are you set? Are you good? I think I'm set. I think I'm good. Cool. Well, everyone, thank you for joining us on the fifth episode of the Bucket of Beef show. Uh, this was The Mummy and Old. Uh, we are going to check our Patreon and uh, see what you guys voted for for the next episode. Um, at this point, like today, we're two days away from releasing the first three episodes. Ooh. I'm nervous. Are you nervous? I'm a little nervous. A little I'm, nervous. Ne- I'm just excited to see how it goes. See yeah. what people think. See if anyone listens. I think people For listen. those of you that are still listening after listening to those earlier episodes, thank you. Yeah. And thank you so we much. hope to make many more for you. Absolutely. Well, man, my name is Alex Morrison. My name is Luke Hodson. And we'll catch you on the beef side. Later, baby.